Hello everyone and welcome back to part 2 of Super Mario Galaxy. That's right everybody, it is time to finally crack into the game. So with me, with Hammer and Chisel, is my good friends Luke. Hello. Michael. Howdy. And a guy we found in an alleyway, Craig. Thank you for calling me Craig. That's much appreciated. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed that warm meal. Now it's time to pay it off, sir. So, in case you didn't catch part one, you should probably do that, because otherwise this will be kind of right in the middle of things. But we're trying a new format. If you're curious about what that format will entail, do check out the first part of Super Mario Galaxy. And for, as for right now, this is kind of a difficult game to talk about in a very systematic fashion, just because I may have gone to Gusty Garden first and... and Craig might have not done Flip Switch Galaxy, you know, that kind of thing. And there's not a lot of story here that we can actually sit down and crack into. But what story is here, my good friend Craig is going to kind of summarize, mainly the Rosalina stuff. <clears throat> Rosalina, you meet her in the library and she wants to read a story. It unlocks chapters throughout the game. Uh, you'll get a prompt, actually, when you finish a galaxy. It says, a new chapter has been unlocked by, you know, whatever. I'm not going to read out the whole thing because it's miles long. I don't know if they ever put it to print, but if it's not in print, it should be because it's fantastic. It's a lovely story. It should be a book. And I did actually have to read this whole thing to my daughter when she was very little. Aww. Like, she absolutely loved these parts, and I had to read all about the loons. That's cute. So, the story basically, for what story there is in the game, um, this part of it tells you about how it's not explicitly stated, but it's, it tells you how. Rosalina came to be on a spaceship with a misplaced kitchen, an engine room up top and a garden on top of that, which is quite nice. So the story starts with a wee lassie who has, who's kind of like wandering about and finds this Luma, funny enough, and the Luma's lost its ma, so they go off and uh, try and find her ma. They don't manage it, they find an apricot galaxy, load a Luma, come over, exploding out the thing, they build their ship, and they set sail to look for the Luma's ma, which uh, never happens because, I don't know, she's dead in a ditch or something like that. So <laughs> it ends up Rosalina assumes the position of mother and they are still on their travels to this day, picking up strange plumbers and cleaning out galaxies. Wow, that makes it sound really dark. <laughs> she's just roaming the galaxy picking up random plumbers. Yeah. Jeez, man. Um, and... and you know, it's kind of, it's kind of. I, I remember my daughter got really sad when Rosalina's mother was dead, and she was you know, all teary eyed. And it's, it's a good story. It, is. it It definitely plays that storybook thing. Like, like you could totally turn this into a book, and have it be a pretty good children's book. Now, granted, yes, it is a children's book, but I really like this stuff. Mm, it's nice. I certainly, I haven't done it any justice whatsoever. That's just a very brief overview. It's a lovely read. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of ignored it to be honest. Um, Did you never wonder? I don't know. Why am I, I just, here? Why are you here? Why is the kitchen it's there? A, it's a Mario game, though. Does any of it make sense? Uh, Good um, question. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, it makes sense. Mario three was a play. <laughs> Mario two was a dream. Come on, man, it all makes sense. But did you did you ignore it, kind of uh, willfully ignore it, or did you ignore it just out of I didn't know it was there? I went to the the first time I got a pop up to go see it. I went to it and uh, I was just like, okay, 
yeah, not not interested and just just ran out and got more some more stars and enjoyed the world. I don't go to Mario for the story. I go to Mario to jump on some stuff. Yeah, sorry, the the overarching structure there, which you've just reminded me of, the the you know why you're collecting stars. So at the start of the game, before you hit Rosalina's flying death trap, you uh, Princess Peach gets kidnapped by Bowser, and when you do get onto the spaceship, it for some strange reason it's ran out of petrol, and you've got to go and get a set amount of stars to power it to get to where Peach is to you know get Peach back. Basically, that's the other part of it. That's that's the gameplay bit. Did anybody else find it weird that she kept using the phrase "find your beloved"? Like, that was weird. She said that phrase like 12 times. I thought it was passive-aggressive. I thought it was like, go find your beloved, <laughs> Mario. I'm standing right here, but you go and find your beloved, mate. That's what I took it as. <laughs> Look, maybe Mario is not into women that are double his height. I mean, I can't say I blame him. A 12, you know, 12-foot, 12 four-inch woman might be a little intimidating to me. But yeah, that was weird. She kept using that phrase. Now, Mike, on the other hand, you don't remember anything. <laughs> I do not. I do not. <laughs> I I was satisfied with the story of getting the maximum amount of stars to be able to go to the center of the galaxy, and that was that was as far as I knew. The things did pop up saying it's available in the library, and I thought I'm not bothered about extras at the moment. I don't want to look at a, a, a some dioramas of items in the game at the second. I'll wait until I've finished, which I st- still haven't checked after finishing, but. Now that I've found out that it is those kind of storybooks, which I, I knew and look quite nice in a Galaxy 2, then, yeah, I guess I'm going to go have to go and have a look at some point. But I, I did not know there was a secret story and this, this beloved stuff. I just thought it was a, some kind of phrase that she liked to use infrequently. That's all. <laughs> yeah, see, all the time, it's always go search for your beloved. We can get closer to your beloved. It's a little weird, that's all. Uh, as for the rest of the story, it's a Mario game. If you can't figure it out, then you should really play a Mario game. So, like I said in the beginning, this, this is kind of hard in terms of levels. We can't really do it systematically. So, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our highlights, our lowlights, th- those kind of things. And one of the highlights I have is... Like I said, for the music, the Gusty Garden Galaxy. And I don't think anybody else remembers this, but it's a galaxy where you start on kind of a garden and there's a lot of these pink flowers that you grab the stem on and you actually have to spin in order to get height to get to the next platform. I remember over this the... one. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, uh, not only did it have the best music, I think that was probably the most fun I had in the game was just doing that. Yeah, it was a cool level. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I, like, for my favourite aspect of the entire game, I very much liked, there's a few kind of gauntlet-esque levels. There's uh, the first level where you feed the hungry Luma and it explodes. You go to it and there's a, you start off and there's moving platforms ahead of you. It's all coming towards you and there's cut shapes in it, like a cookie cutter or a big flat thing. And Oh, yeah, Sweet, sweet galaxy, I think you've it's got to, You've got to jump over the bits, and then there's one where it's moving in a circular fashion, and you've got to jump while avoiding electrical wires and things. That kind of thing. There's another one. Um, oh, where is it? Is it in the, the one of the last galaxies, the Melty Molten Lava <laughs> Galaxy, where it's a column, and you've just got to run up it as it's sinking into the planet, 
of lava. Oh yeah, it's, that is really cool. It's yeah, really, I really like yeah. all the the gauntlet ones. But my favorite, favorite, favorite one I mentioned in the last one again. It's the Dreadnought Galaxy, and it's it starts off you you're presented with a screw on a bolt and you've got to jump on the screw and keep momentum up on it to spin it down to the end. Then there's rolling bombs with some flip switches you need to do and then there's more bolts. I just, anything that gives you that wee bit of challenge I thought was really good. I enjoyed that much more than the roaming the planet looking for tiny wee bluey purpley segments of star and that kind of oh, side of yes. things. I, I was all about the gauntlet now um that's that's actually brings me to a point uh i don't i have a note in my notebook that the game really doesn't get any teeth until the engine room levels did you guys really find anything that you know was a little difficult until it was almost at the end of the game was it difficult because of the controls and the camera or difficult because of actual difficulty? No, like Engine Room is where you start to get those levels where, you know, you're, you have to ride that platform under the ship and then there's those electrical wires you yeah. have to jump through and then duck and then jump. Uh, it's it, The platforming didn't start to get difficult, I think, until the Engine Room levels. And that includes the, uh, yeah. the galaxy that I hated, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I, I didn't find the game that difficult unless you were doing like the um the, the different stars like the jester star and stuff but most of my frustration came from either like the controls that we've talked about the nunchuck problem in the previous episode or the camera would kind of bug out or something um i'm not saying i'm great at the game i did die occasionally but uh it wasn't like frustratingly difficult you know it wasn't like Oh, I'm gonna come back to this later. I'm getting that pissed off with it. Oh no, yeah, like like by difficult. I mean, it, it, you're having fun because it's you know those moments where you get by by the skin of your teeth. You're like, yeah, all right, that was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there was a few occasions of that. the The last level, especially the run up to Bowser, like nailing that run was pretty. Oh, cool. I have, I have. Because I'd like, like to talk about that last level. Uh, but Mike Craig, did you yeah. guys find any parts of this game difficult? Not, not so much difficult. I mean, like when the challenge started to kick in. Uh, no, as Luke said, when it was the speed stars or the prank stars or something, there was a slight challenge, but not. So maybe some of the the hidden levels, some of the secret levels that you when you feed the lumas midway through, some of those are a bit tricky, but not uh, not tricky, tricky, not platforming tricky. Actually, it is more down to control. It's not being able to do what you know you can do quick enough because. You're dealing with a stupid nunchuck. Yeah. I think there's one one big problem this game does have, which I, I failed to mention on the last part, which is uh, that that Mario Odyssey has sort of... It's chosen one good thing this time, um, and that's that it completely separates the 2D from the 3D. You go into complete pixel art style, and it, it feels exactly like you know, the first Mario game. But... In this game, the way it merges the kind of 3D with the 2D, it leaves me with a pretty unsatisfying 2D game. And I think especially the you know the, the galaxies where you switch gravity on a 2D plane, yeah, they don't gel exactly as you'd hope. They're not as tight as you want your mechanics to be, um, and that automatically rules those out of being you know the the sort of levels I'd like. I did die quite a few times due to just you know like uh, weird complex complexities like. Um, I was quite good at, you know, if, if I fell into if I fell into fire, I could probably rescue myself quite safe before before dying from, you know, repeatedly hitting the fire. 
uh, like lava grounds. But then, yeah, on the 2D bits, it just felt like I was I was just making silly mistakes just because the weird floatiness of the 2D there. It's like a little big planet in a way. Yeah, I, I can totally understand what you're saying. It's very floaty for a 2D game. Yeah. It's a good comparison. There were, there were a couple that, uh, like Craig said, those special stars, and we'll tell you what those are about. But, um, like, I don't know if you guys remember, do you know the floors that when you step on them, they start to shrink? Yes. The checkerboard design? Yeah. There was yeah. one star where you got to hit off, like, th- switches on all four corners. And I had to pull off some really tricky long jumps in order to get that. Because what you run across disappears, so you can't go back the way you came. And it's like a, what would you say, like a, a 10 by 10 grid? Yeah. Uh, I had a nightmare version of this, which was a, a circular planet where you had to run across and then basically jump over places which you didn't know were physically possible and then use the gravity as well to touch the bits just to turn all the switches. Oh, okay, yeah. This was an optional one for a, for a star bit thing. I think it was in the, um, uh, the you know, the water, water moat galaxy, the one that, that runs around. It's like a, a coach, uh, what, what man, about beach resort kind of place. There's the races on it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but there's yeah, an yeah, optional the star, which was absolute nightmare, and it was basically two lanes around the planet, and then two lanes over the planet, and you had to run through and then knock out all of the gaps. So basically, you had a normally physically unjumpable bit to get around to the other side, and you had to do lunge jumps. And some somehow I did it. I don't know how. But <laughs> Pure luck. The odds against me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh oh since we did mention it before there are these things called prankster stars and they appear at certain intervals and what they do is they will add a restriction or m- more difficulty to a run to get a star so sometimes it'll be a speed star and you have to beat cosmic mario who looks like shadow mario or paint mario if you remember you know mario 64 or super mario sunshine or you'll have, you know, just these really tricky runs where there'll be a ton of enemies or, you know, the gravity is a little different this time. So they're, they're kind of modifiers on base levels. And these aren't the things where, like Craig mentioned, where you'll go into a level and inside the level you can shoot off to another little area. These are actual, you know, prankster stars. And you'll get a little thing that pops up, you know, a little klaxon goes off and that there's a prankster star nearby. But did anybody really goof around with those at all? Yeah, I, I started out going for 120 stars in this. It was only in the past week that I thought, screw this, my arm's getting really sore and I, I'm just wanting to finish it. Um, so I did I did quite a lot. The ones that you start off with one health point, is they, they you just need to be slightly careful with. The, the speed stars were the ones that really got me because that Mario that you're racing against is a wee bam pot. He just, I think he cheats. <laughs> He, he, there's something about him where he just moves uh, he doesn't move right the first one of them I encountered was in the first level where you become a bee and I can't remember the name of Galaxy but you have to run and you have to back jump up a waterfall honey hive galaxy thank you Dave for just whispering that in my ear I've ruined all smoothness no problem. anyway I could not beat him four or five attempts later and I'm like saying why why is he winning and it turns out I was just being a complete idiot and I just had to copy what he was doing to get past the level and then overtake him at the yeah, end. Yeah it's kind of like learning how to speed run a level every time to, to beat Cosmic Mario. Yeah, but he, he is, he's a wee tricky one. 
Yeah, oddly, my um, my really dark times with the same same guy was on the uh, what seems like an alternate version of that level, the Gold Leaf Galaxy, and in that case, you have to you basically go up near where the waterfall was so you jump up to another platform then you follow these like wooden blocks all the way across to a little tree house on the other side of the map but he does like he he does the sort of tricks that i thought i was pulling because i was trying to get this game finished in time for the show so, so <laughs> he, he he is a nightmare in short he was basically me if if i played a bit better so it was uh, <laughs> it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible trying to beat him, and you'd have to make some death-defying jumps just to just to stand the chance of beating him to the to the goal. Crazy guy. <laughs> I gave them all the skip. I I thought I was gonna when I first started playing. I thought I'm, I'll try and get like a hundred percent on this, like Craig said. But um, and for that reason, I just kind of did the default levels, and then I thought I'll come back and do these prank stars at a later date. But I I don't think I'll do that now. So it sounds like I've missed out. Um, yeah, it's it's where the game really starts to uh, well gets get some teeth, right? Like it starts to become an actual platforming challenge. Personally, I only did like five or six of the prankster prank stars. <laughs> the prankster stars? <laughs> you mean it's the prankster it's stars? The prankster stars. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, but um, um, Luke, what about uh, highlights from you? Is there anything that once you hit that galaxy, you're like, oh, this is it. This is good. Uh, yeah, so I'm a massive fan of Luigi's Mansion. And there's uh, one galaxy called Ghostly Galaxy that you encounter quite early on. Um, and it's basically like a haunted house. It's uh, It's got some of the music from Luigi's Mansion all appear in it and little references to it as well. Uh, and it's your first encounter with Boo, I think. So Boo's one of my favourite characters in the Mario series. I just love how cheeky he is and stuff. And... Uh, yeah, I really, really like that level. You um, later on, you become Ghost Boo. You you meet Luigi, and you eventually save him from being locked in the mansion, which is a bit ironic. He always seems to be stuck in these sort of situations. So, um, yeah, just just totally love the whole the whole aesthetic with uh, with that that zone. You guys a big fan of Boo, or is it just me? I, I like I really liked that level, but there was something weird happened when you first enter the mansion that it instantly felt like Mario sixty four. <laughs> there was something about the squared walls after playing oh, so yeah, much. Totally, yeah, yeah, you play so many round <laughs> worlds, and then you hit that level, and you're in a building, and you're like, whoa, I've changed the game.
I guess I, I should say now that the reward for getting the 120 stars, like we all entered this game with the best of intentions, but you know, I had some Zelda to play, some Final Fantasy to play. I just, you know, busy man. Um, is you get to play as Luigi and you can go and get all the stars again. Not exactly the best of rewards, but let's say you're a kid and you're stuck with Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, that's great. There's more gameplay. And Luigi handles a little differently. Does Luigi handle like Luigi normally handles? Like he's running on butter, but jumps twice as high. Yeah, jump higher, but he's slippery. Yeah, oh God, I hate that. Oh, come on. Give Luigi, you know, some love. It does my- Luigi's better than Mario. That's my head Mario. done. Mario. Oh, dear. Wait, what happens if you're Luigi? If you're playing as Luigi and you hit that mansion, do you save Mario who's been trapped or do you save another Luigi? I think you just go through the level to get the star, if I remember correctly. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Um, anybody else have highlights before we start getting into, like, low lights? Uh, yeah, I've got a tiny, tiny wee galaxy, uh, which was great. The Bubble Breeze galaxy. No! Oh, are you, was that the one you hate? Is that the one where you got to use the Wiimote to be a little fan behind the bubble? Yeah. Oh, you can die in a fire. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> oh, I hated that really? thing so much. Oh, no, it was kind of cool. Cause, yes, sir. Oh, oh, well then. I mean, it's a cool way to play. I just personally, it's like, oh, just just go, Bubble. Just go. <laughs> die, Bubble. Die. I, I, so while we're on the subject of disappointing galaxies like the Bubble Breeze galaxy, uh, anything that you guys, it was kind of a pain to get through? Anything with swimming. Oh, the swimming. The camera... The camera just didn't work for me, and it was inverted, and you couldn't switch it to whatever way I. Oh, I thought I the camera. It, I love cameras inverted. I thought it was fine. Maybe you guys should have learned I to just, play with an inverted camera. Yeah, maybe I should, but the option to not change it, it just kind of put me off it. Um, plus, it was all right when you when you're swimming, you can grab like a red or a green shell, and that'll like propel you like a jet ski almost, like a like a torpedo, um, and that was fine to control that. But I found the actual. Sw- getting Mario to swim and controlling the camera at the same time just wasn't working for me at all. It seemed like it seemed like I was always missing the objective that I was trying to get. Like, I'd just miss it and then I'd have this weird thing where I've got to try and turn around. You've got and to get a bubble. Just, <laughs> you're running out of air. You can't get the bubble yeah. because you're swimming off in the wrong direction. You're like, Mario, turn around, Mario. Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll absolutely agree. When you have the shell, it's almost like you're flying. You, it controls perfectly mm-hmm. fine. But other than yeah, that, yeah. It, it, it is a little weird. Um, there's one water level that's completely salvaged, and it's a really shallow... You hit the planet, I couldn't tell you the galaxy and all the planet, but you hit the planet, and it's just a giant fish boss, and you've just got to do your usual three hmm. hits to kill Mr. Fish Boss, and you get a star. And that was a pretty cool boss, because he was a big fish. Is that fish. the octopus one? No, no, no. No, it was just, oh, okay. just a fish. I must have missed that one. But yeah, I'll totally agree. Everything water-related, except like I surfing wasn't my favorite, but I could deal with it. It wasn't a slog to get through. Yeah. Yeah. This this the one where you chase the chase the shark initially, is it? Oh, I I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. There's a few of them. That level is surprisingly surprisingly good, considering that it first does it first does a pretty naff sort of shark race, then it does a a slightly naff sort of thing where you're gonna use the the shell to go through the map but then then when it changes to collect the five mini silver stars there's all sorts of crazy stuff that opens up that's also the one where i got that really ridiculous uh platforming bit but but i, I think you know as as rubbish as that looks from the outset they do a lot of things with that, that map considering it's, it's limited scope especially considering other galaxies 
you know, you're shooting across from one planet to another. They all look huge and full of stuff, but that that place, you know, it's it's got a good balance of of gameplay in it for you know, yeah. considering itself as as one just loop circuit, and that's it. Although, I quite like the design of the shark as well. He was pretty cool. Like, yeah, it felt like a rare like character. A shark, in a way, in, shark in charge shark. Yeah. I preferred the manta ray, but I'll, I'll just sit in my corner with my manta ray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, one of the ones that I hate the most, and it's even in my notes, is anything having to do with Dusty Dunes. I hated that planet so much. Like that, well, no, that whole galaxy, I oh, just hated Every star I had to get, you got to slog through the sand, and then you got to do the stupid whirlwind thing, and then you got to double jump. And oh, you didn't see that spike. Look, you banged your head, and now you fell to the bottom. I hated that that place. If you do do a kind of like a jump slam into the sand, though, you do get embedded in the sand, which is quite a nice touch. Yes, yeah. that's cool. Uh, that, that's cool. Uh, it's kind of the same with the snow. I like that, too. Uh, the ice levels were fine, though. All the ice levels were great. And it felt really empowering that that mini boss bit where you go underneath the underneath the bit, get the ice, oh, ice yes. Mario power up, skate round to the front, go up, do a little wall dash, and then then take them on again. That if that what what I really like in Mario games sometimes is when they they turn it all upside down. So it's like stay away from the water as the general rule, and then in this point it's like just skate as fast as you can across the water. If if you want, even try and scale the wall, which you wouldn't normally think of doing. So it's you know, it's it's quite empowering when you get when you get crazy Mario, you know, power ups going with you. In that case. That, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, really I liked that boss. That. that was good times. Uh, anybody else have anything they absolutely hated? Like in terms of galaxies. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like the idea of having cannons. Uh, you know, going going with motion controls, especially if you're shooting a cannon at a blue star. It felt like you the odds were really against you to be able to a <laughs> aim it properly and uh, then yeah. b be able to latch onto the star and aim it on screen at the same time i mean in in, in reality it you know it worked out okay but i was sweating when i pressed the button <laughs> not not brilliant i've got one sling pod galaxy did you guys play that one the one where you um essentially have to slingshot yourself using those weird sticky gum things oh yeah from yeah i just didn't get on with that at all it was it was like a really horrible I think I was just too impatient, but... What? You being um, impatient? It dragged on for a bit too long. What are you talking about, what? Craig? You're the most patient, calm man <laughs> I know. Yeah, th- some of the angles on that sucker were, were a pain to get right with the Wiimote when you're pulling it back. The Yeah, the bit at the end where you had to like shoot through like moving targets as well. It was like flame flames you had to get through at the right time. I just couldn't time that right at all. And it was quite a tight angle. If it had, was it just the fact that you had to grab it with the the Wiimote and pull it back? I mean, because if it had been like a cannon, I I think that would have been a lot more fun. Yeah. But it was yeah. that added of I can't get the Wiimote in the right position thing that really yeah. kind of ruined it for I me. I quite liked that one. I thought it felt yeah. quite tactile. It was quite a hands-on way to play the game for as hands-on as you could get with a video game. It was it was more interactive. We're, we're leaving you back in the alley, Craig. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't remember this slingshot galaxy. Are you sure it's not a, that part of the Dreadnought galaxy one way? There's definitely sling pod. It was. You, yeah, you get it from a hungry Luma. I think it's the ah, second one. Okay. That you can, yeah, but I've probably missed that then. The Dreadnought galaxy itself. See the, the Dreadnought, the, the ship, the Dreadnought, 
the it's the design of it is fantastic. I don't know if you ever turn or pause the game and just had a look at it, but it's this jaunty, angled, gigantic ship, and you've got to traverse it, and it's just it's absolutely fantastic. Hang on, are we doing negatives here? No, well, yeah, we were, but that's <laughs> Terrible, fine. Sorry. Um, speaking of jaunty angles, uh, the robot. Yeah, speaking of jaunty angles. Who liked the toy box with that stupid spring boss? <laughs> I really, really like this level. I, I don't know why you guys had such, such a hard time with it. It reminded me of that uh, Robin Williams film where uh, toys. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to be like, it reminded me of that Robin Williams movie with all the toys. I was waiting for it. I, I quite liked no, it too. No, I absolutely hated it. I liked it too. Oh, Mike, come on. Luke. Um, this is the one where you uh, a lot of gravity going on, a lot of neon colors. Yeah, I like the design of it. I it's just that that whole climbing up the robot's mm-hmm. arms while it's twisting. It seemed like I was sliding off when I the angle wasn't right for me to be sliding off. I have a feeling that maybe you weren't going for the right angle because I was sort of like each time I'd go for the normal set, it wouldn't work up and it wouldn't work out, and it seemed like it'd bug out full. Um, fall at normal gravity and then just fall straight off. But it turned out if you'd sort of jumped on midway through the animation, that sort of stuck. And, and I was happy with that because that happened about the third time round. So from that point onwards, there was no more trouble. But but yeah, it was, it was infuriating for a short while. But I think I sort of glitched it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's good praise to be honest, but that that'll do. It got me through. All right, Craig. So it's just me and you. No robots. Yeah. Um. um no. Nah, the robot was just nah. But a, a game as happy as Mario is, because Mario always makes you smile. It never fails. What about bosses, guys? What's your favorite boss? Um. I my favorite boss, favoritest boss in the world, King Caliante, the fire-breathing yes. <laughs> octopus with the sinking oh, yeah. lava platforms. Wow. What because it was quite tricky. You was none of the platforms were static. Every single one of them sunk, and you had to do the batten back back and forwards fireballs. It was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And King Caliente himself, just a big happy octopus. Lovely. Well, he wasn't very happy. Well, no, he wasn't. He wasn't very happy because of the whole. You know, you you were on his planet and stuff. But. I'm going to have to take your octopus and fry him up for calamari and say the first boss was probably my favorite. Like the one where you got to smack the egg. Yeah, it was pretty uh, Peter cool. Piranha, you know, we got to follow him around the planet and smack him in the tail and it bashes him in the face. I That was probably my favorite boss. Not to say all the bosses are bad. I just really like that one. It was nice that he popped up again just before the end of the game. It was a little treat with his flaming yeah. head. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I, I like the... Um, I don't even know the name of it, to be honest. It's like a, a mole. Yeah. Another one. Mole the helmet. And that oh. it wasn't that I actually liked it so much. It was more the case that I couldn't figure out what he was doing or what I was supposed to do to get back in because it felt like I could do the, the ground pound. And it, if I did it close-ish to where he was heading, but not exactly on his head so I'd get, get knocked out, that would work. But it also seemed like you could hit his trail pretty much anywhere for a a brief distance and uh if you ground pound that that technically works even though it's behind him which is a which is not yeah. odd way but it, it just felt like i was trying to learn new tactics which i've never really seen in a mario before so it was, it was 
quite a test, especially when you can't originally just figure it out straight away. I just leaked him up. His name is Major Burrows. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, what about you, Luke? Yeah, for me, it was the, the Bowser himself. Um, I really enjoyed the encounters and, like, I think you fight him three or four times and each time you fight him it adds on like a different layer of complexity so by the final time you fight him um he, he'll do these like ground pounds which will like knock uh, like a concussive force that you have to jump over and then he'll uh, he'll either try and shoot you with fireballs which you've got to avoid and then he'll do like a massive jump um like a butt stomp and you've got to try and get him to hit off a like a, a vent which will burn him and he'll shoot around the map and then you've got to hit his tail and then he'll spin around the map and then you've got to hit him three or four times before he finally he takes a hit and then he gets angrier and it becomes faster and I just I really like that especially by the final one it, it seemed a bit frantic so it was a cool boss fight. I will have to disagree sir I think Bowser was the lamest boss fight besides Magic Koopa. Really? Yeah they just didn't do it for me they all felt really rehashed like, yeah, I could see, see it in a way, but it just, because it became more frantic and, like, quicker and there was always another layer, it just seemed quite cool. Yeah, like, I'll totally agree. The last boss, if the last boss was the first encounter with Bowser, that would have been fantastic. And then you build yeah. on it from there. It was those first two or three that I, it's like, all right, all right, yeah, hit him, spin, okay, spin, and he comes around. Like, I like the last boss of the game. It's perfect. Yeah. But... Uh, everything before that was kind of like Magic Koopa. Did anybody like those Magic Koopa fights where you had to like pick up the shell and you had to throw it at them? I didn't mind them. They're pretty dire. Not not dire. Sorry, that's that's a bit rough. But they're not they're not inspiring or they're not inspired. They're just meh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both times you fight them, one, the first one was on the pirate ship, and I mean that's a cool set piece and all. I mean it's a pirate ship, right? <laughs> but the second time you were just kind of in this little arena and you're like oh okay I just gotta pick up the shell and throw it at him yeah it's done when you did the variant <laughs> version of it and you had one health bar it became a bit more sort of you know a bit more of a, a challenge then but yeah he, he is pretty pretty pants in general isn't he Mr. Mr. Magic Cooper although I did find yeah, yeah. Bowser alright I thought it was pretty cool having the uh, you know uh, they always terrify me those those rings they're so so easy to dodge but you sort of you, you just think you, you could be hit by him Especially when he's pulsing out like three or four of them at a time, and it sort of yeah. starts to get to you a bit, so it does put the pressure on. I've got a, a controversial, annoying worst boss. Maybe controversial because it seemed to be a cool thing, but it wasn't actually that cool to play through. And it was the the level was Taran Toxie's Tangled Web. And it's a spider sitting in the middle, and you've oh, got to, you've yeah. got to spring yourself round and then hit him in the butt or something and I thought this is a really cool idea because you're you're in a spider web and you're, spring, you're flinging yourself about the place something about it just didn't feel right it was kind of I'm telling you it's grabbing it with the Wiimote and having to keep the Wiimote at a perfect angle that that, that killed that boss for me otherwise I thought he was pretty cool like mm-hmm. design wise I really liked him alright gentlemen I think we've all stated so far like we all pretty much did the minimum to finish the game we didn't go none of us really went all out craig you had the best of intentions but how many stars did you end up with i've got some 92 stars oh that's mm. not too bad holy crap that's pretty good you're nearly there yeah 30 off i know but it's the ones that i've been putting off you know those ones <laughs> you just put them off and put them off it's getting to the bit of the game where if i stop now i won't completely ruin it for myself <laughs> um 
Yeah, I personally, I got like, I, you need a minimum of 60, yeah. if I remember correctly, in order to finish the story. Uh, I think I ended up with like 65. 61 here. I got the bare minimum. And another 61. Although I was, uh, yeah. I was uh, rushing to make it through the game, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike, in case, you know, just behind the scenes, Mike waited until what, two or three days? And then blasted it out in two sessions. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Mike beasted through this sucker. But, all right, gentlemen, I think the time has come. It is time for final thoughts. And let's add the an added wrinkle of your final thoughts plus would you like and pay for an HD remake? Remaster, I should say, not remake. I'm sorry, remaster. Okay, right. I think this is a fantastic game. It's a fantastic game. It's very well imagined. The levels are mostly brilliantly designed. The gameplay is great. It's ruined by motion controls and flicking wrists and repetitive strain that maybe, maybe 20-year-old me didn't get repetitive strain, but 33-year-old me is starting to be getting a wee bit old. I'm so glad I played this again, and I would totally... On, the, provi- on the, the the one condition that you could play it with a normal controller, I would play the crap out of this again and again. And I would want to do 120 stars. And I would probably want to play with Luigi if I could do it on a normal controller. Imagine imagine how good that would be. All right. Uh, Luke, if this, <laughs> if this would this be one of the games you would hand down to your imaginary son and say... After I die, you must play this. And your final thoughts, of course. Uh, yes, yes. I think this is as the first big Mario game that I've completed. I had a really good time. Uh, there's very little you can fault this game with. Everything that you can fault it with seems to be around the actual Wii itself and not the console. So um, I pretty much mirror Craig's opinion, uh, which is rare because he's normally so full of happiness and joy but this game's just so <laughs> full of happiness and joy that it's rubbed off on me <laughs> uh, yeah I really hope they'd make a remake and perhaps drop the controls but I can't see how they'd be able to do that with the requirement to pick up objects you know the, the star bits yeah they'd have stuff, to do so. some fiddling Yeah. no all you would need is that um, kind of magnetism thing that everything else has got that just sucks star bits into you. Yeah, you'd have a little bit of problem with the blue stars, like the the gravity stars, but there there's there's got to be a way uh, around it. Gallery mechanics for the for the blue stars. We can totally do this, guys. I think we should just start working this tomorrow. All right. <laughs> I'll be project lead and I'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks when it's done. All right, Michael. All right, we need your final thoughts plus if the queen asks you for one game to put in her vault, is this the game you put? Why not? Why not? It's a, it's a, it's an absolute <laughs> classic game. Um, I I really can't fault it. You know, when, when you go against it, there's anything that's a problem with it, it's, it's probably a very minor issue. Um, playing it so many years later, it's amazing to see how well it stands up. And the fact is, if a remaster was to appear... And my suspicions are that thanks to the Switch sharing the same thing as the NVIDIA Shield and knowing that that's just released at some point in the past or future, 
on the uh, <laughs> Nvidia Shield in China, <laughs> then I think we have a good case of a 1080p version of this game popping up on the Switch at some point, um, which would be lovely, and I'm sure I'd grab it. As it stands, though, the most amazing thing for me is that there is already a sequel out there, and you know, I'd I'd love to revisit Mario Galaxy Two. I think that it's been debated for years which one's the best out of the two of them. You know, I think maybe we should put that to the test as well. But as it stands, Galaxy One, even in a post Mario Odyssey world, it's still still an absolute belter. I'm glad to have played it again. So thanks for the opportunity, guys. God, don't thank me. Don't clap. Oh, not oh. done. Uh, <laughs> Galaxy Two has Cloud Mario, which I think trumps Spring Mario hands down. Mm. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as for my final thoughts on this, so Nintendo designed this like they were scared to death you were gonna get bored every twenty five seconds, hmm. and that's a really good thing because there's it's constantly changing you're always doing stuff that's either new or stuff that you've only done once or twice before they don't really repeat themselves at all in this game and things like um the run up to Bowser that's a masterclass in level design like that level is hands down one of the best platforming levels I've ever played as for the game as a whole I have in my notes that this is a 10 out of 10. Like, this is the perfect 3D platformer. I can't say that I've changed my opinion all that much after doing this podcast. Because like like Mike said, everything we complained about, it's kind of nitpicking. I mean, sure, we you know, we complain about the camera a little bit, but for the most part, that's perfectly fine. And I think this is as good a 3D platformer as you can get. Now, I unlike Mike, I haven't played Odyssey, so I don't know if that would change. But yeah, I, I absolutely love this game and I really should spend more time with Galaxy 2 because it's been a long time since i played that. Can I wipe away the tear from my eye now? <laughs> um, Alright, so this is the first episode of the new format, guys. If there's a if you know you'd like to mail us a complaint or dare I even say a thumbs up or something like that, uh, you can hit us up on Gmail, you can hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, the Facebook is a little dead and you know, but toss a message. I totally check it like every day. So that's fine. Um, now as for the next game. Who would like to announce the next game? Yeah, the next game is going to be Horizon Zero Dawn. And in the meantime, I will try to get over my annoyance of her name being Aloy. But until next time, say goodnight, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. Ha 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 ha. Bob Hope would be very proud. <laughs> <laughs>